Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and it is Food for Thought Friday. So glad that you joined us today, and hope you've had a great week, but hope you'll be encouraged by some things that we shared today. But um, one of the things I know that a lot of people are hurting right now, uh, I do a funeral recently, and then I've had uh, some friends that have lost some really close loved ones. Um, in fact, one friend, uh, her sister died unexpectedly at the age of 52, went in for heart surgery, thought it was just going to be a very normal surgery, and she would be fine at, after a time of recovery, but unfortunately didn't survive the surgery. So 52, she was gone. And then an uncle that was in town for the funeral, well, a couple of days later, before he left to go back home, he lived in Florida, he died unexpectedly of a heart attack. So they lost two family members. Her mother lost a brother and a daughter within like a five-day period, and both were totally unexpected. So I know there's a lot of people hurting, and maybe you're in a season of loss right now, whether it's a physical loss, it could be a job loss, uh, it could just be a you know, you're just in a season, you just feel like you're losing a lot of things. A loved one, a loss, maybe a relationship, um, a friendship. I mean, we just lose different things, friends. And uh, I want you to know that God's a comforter. I want to remind you that God is a comforter. Jeremiah chapter 8, verse 18 says, You are my comforter in sorrow. And then Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 4, Blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. So if you're mourning today, just know that God's like, you know what, I am going to comfort you. And then Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Friends, sometimes, unfortunately, um, we don't really come to Jesus. We may worry about things. We may hurt. We may talk to friends and family members, and that's all great uh, to talk to other people. But, friends, sometimes Jesus just said, hey, come to me. I'm here with wide open arms for you, and you can come and cry to me. And I want to encourage you, uh, you know, a lot of times, especially as men, but I know a lot of women that, you know, you're strong, you're strong. And sometimes our greatest uh, strength can be also a, a weakness. And sometimes uh, we just need to have a good cry. God gave us tears to release pain. In the book of Psalms, it says that God stores up the tears that we cry and stores them up in a bottle in heaven. And so I, for some of you today, maybe you just need to have a good cry. Maybe it's just, it's been a culmination of things, not just one thing, but just been a lot of things that just have you kind of in sorrow today. And uh, God saying, hey, I want to comfort you, but maybe one of the best things you can do is just say, you know what, I'm just going to have a good cry. And uh, I've done that before, and I'll tell you what, it's great. Sometimes it's one of those ugly cries, you know. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And I'm talking to God, and I'm kind of a blubbering mess. But you know what? Boy, after I'm done, I feel so much better. And I feel like God's taken what I've shared with him about where I'm hurting. And sometimes, to be honest, I've even been angry as I've been having that conversation with God. And yet, God still loves me. Lightning has not struck me down. And I want to remind you that you know Christianity is not a religion. It's about a relationship. 
Yes, in the religious world, Christianity is one of them. But as a follower of Jesus, you weren't created for religion. You were created for a relationship. And in any good relationship, what's that involved? Time. T-I-M-E. You know, love's a four-letter word. That's a great one. And But I am finding in my life to have any good relationship. It involves T-I-M-E, that time. And unfortunately, that can be a bad word, a four-letter word. It's not a good word sometimes because we're just like, my goodness, I just don't have enough time. And, and I get it. I'll be honest with you, lately I've been kind of overwhelmed. Um, just a, a lot of things, um, some many ministry things, and I love doing that. And that's what God has called me to do. It's my purpose in life. It's my assignment. But I confess to you that I've been a little bit weary lately. And I've had to model Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 recently to say, Jesus, I'm coming to you because I'm weary and burdened. I just need some rest. And I'm thankful that Jesus said, hey, I'm gentle and humble in heart, and I'll give you rest for your souls. And it's true, friends. He does. Psalm 34, 18 is a verse that's really helped me when I've needed some comfort. Uh, maybe you need to hear this today. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and he comforts those who are crushed in spirit. I love the Bible's very descriptive and detailed. It says it comforts those who are crushed in spirit. I mean, when you're crushed, I mean, you are really, really hurting in a lot of pain. And God and Jesus, they understand. That's why it says that, that God is close to the brokenhearted and comforts those who are crushed in spirit. So know that God wants to comfort you today. My friend, Dr. Manuel Scott, I really got to get him on. Hope is here. I think about it all the time. And we tried a couple years ago, but we couldn't get our schedule. We actually had a program scheduled, and he had to cancel at the last minute. Um but he had a great quote. He's a great follower on social media. He says, when we pray, when we read our Bibles, or when we go on a fast, we are not changing ourselves. We are merely putting ourselves in position to be changed by God. I want to read that one more time. My good friend, Dr. Manuel Scott, when we pray and read our Bibles, or we go on a fast, we are not changing ourselves. We are merely putting ourselves in position to be changed by God. Friends, know that today, that God will help to change you, and he will make a way when there seems to be no way. But know that he loves you and he cares for you, but he wants to help change you. And before a lot of times our external circumstances, the things on the outside change, it requires an internal change, you know, uh, a matter of the heart, looking inside at our heart, what's going on there, our thoughts, our mind, uh, our eyes. and uh, But God is there, and he will help to heal wounds and comfort you. Um, you know, some people, this uh, kind of getting your business here. I saw this posted by Shane Pruitt recently, and I hope that you're planning on going to church this weekend. But sometimes, like a lot of things in life, even though we only go on Sundays, most people, hopefully uh, you go more. Uh, maybe church got a Wednesday service or you've got a life group that you meet with and, or maybe you serve in some type of ministry area at church, do ministry, children's. I don't know uh, what that might, ministry might be. But unfortunately, sometimes Sunday mornings uh, could get in a routine. And I like what Shane Pruitt posted recently I saw over a weekend he says, pray before you get there. Ask God to speak to you. 
Listen to worship music on the way on Sunday morning. Take a Bible with you instead of just relying on the screens. Don't run late. Be on time. Maybe even be a couple minutes early so you can get your heart, mind, and your soul rested and ready to hear God speak to you through the singing of a song, through the teaching of his word, through a time of communion, through offering, or through a conversation, an unexpected divine appointment that God creates. Um, sing loudly and like you mean it. You know, that's one of the great things. Uh, a lot of times, you know, I get in the back and I'm by myself getting my worship on, but also that way uh, I, I don't have the best singing voice. So you know what? But sing anyway. Most churches, music's loud enough. People can't hear you, but man, sing it like you mean it. Another good thing just to make your church experience just more beneficial and just to help your heart and your mind and maybe help with some transformation in your life uh, with the information you receive that day, whether it's a song you sing or something was mentioned in a communion devotional or something, uh, take some notes. Take some notes. Uh, you know, the way God's wired us up, there's something how we remember things better when we write them down. So I want to encourage you to take notes this Sunday. I know there's people that take notes on these Hope is Here programs, something they hear from either me or a guest, a Bible verse, a quote. And I know a person that puts them on their refrigerator notes uh, throughout the week, and then when they get more notes, they replace it. But, you know, they see it all the time, and it helps them. So last but not least, if you don't want church to be a routine, you got to, in your mind and heart, expect God to speak to you that day and invite him to speak to you. Before I preached recently, I had our congregation stand up, hold their hands out, and just, we invited God. We just said, God, we are opening up our hands, we're opening up our hearts, this gesture of holding our arms and hands open for you to speak to us. We're giving you permission to speak to us, and we want to invite you to speak to our hearts and our minds today. It was just powerful as we did that in that full movement of submission. My good friend Steve Idle, a pastor up in Louisville, Kentucky, he recently wrote, if you have a Bible, read it. If you read your Bible, believe it. If you believe your Bible, live it. And that's one of the things that's just been kind of a burning desire of mine over the past year is that a lot of followers of Jesus, they have a lot of information, but we don't see a lot of transformation. And sometimes you need some help with that, whether it's a conversation with your pastor, um, somebody on your church staff, or with a close, trusted friend that's uh, mature and uh, they, they, they know the Bible and they live in their faith and they walk out the faith too. They just don't talk the talk. They walk the walk. Or there's times I've had to get... You know, I've, I've scheduled meetings and done some sessions with a good Christian counselor that has helped me to process some things so I can get transformation in my life. Uh, maybe involved getting a physical, going to the doctor, and uh, just making sure sometimes there's something uh, physically or something biologically with our body system that blood works just out of out of order, and uh, we need help for a season. Uh, I've shared before that I've taken medicine before. I took an antidepressant for a season of life and haven't been on that for many, many years. But you know what? I did need it for a season of life. And uh, I've found that it's a combination of things. First and foremost, it's our faith. 
when we're trying to get through a difficult and challenging time. But also family and friends are very helpful. Uh, Christian counseling is definitely a blessing. Sometimes uh, even some medication for a season. Exercise I've found is huge. But I found the biggest thing is is when I'm also serving others and getting involved in my church. And when I've done that, uh, Proverbs 11, verse 25 says, Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. And that's huge, friends. A lot of times I don't feel like doing it. But when I do it, um, it's amazing just how God does it. His ways are not our ways, as, Rome, as Isaiah chapter 55, verses 8 and 9 tells us. But God's thoughts and ways are not our ways, declares the Lord. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so are God's thoughts and ways higher than our ways. John Orberg, uh, just a great, great writer, pastor, written several great books, says, Whenever we repent, we create cues and inspire a rethinking of our way of life and motivate a response to realign it with God. Say it again. Whenever we repent, we create cues that inspire a rethinking of our way of life and motivate a response to realign with God. And that's why it's so important. Just you know, the Bible says, confess your sins to one another. And it just there's something freeing about that. And it just starts that healing process. And it definitely moves us closer to God. Okay? So I want to encourage you, if there's something separating you and God, to have an honest conversation with God. And be even better if you include another person and share with them and ask them to pray for you. I want to close today's program as we go into this weekend with Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 26. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. My name's Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope Is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today, where you can make a safe and secure online donation, or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today.